had left my, my NYC job. That they actually asked him to stay, <laughs> but I wanted to work in an NGO and the not for profit space and a development space. And I was very clear as to what I wanted to do. So um, I prayed about it and God had spoken about it. And so I made the move. Now, I thought that as usual, right? Maybe after, maybe I'll chill, I'll rest for like, let's say two weeks. And after those two weeks, a job would just come, you know, falling on my laps. But no, brethren. <laughs> um, month one, no job. Month two, no job. Month three, nothing, right? Um, and that happened. It shocked me. It shook me. I was, I was mad at it. I couldn't believe it. Hi everyone. You're welcome to another episode of the Carefully Created Podcast with Busola. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for coming back. And if you're new here, you are most definitely welcome. Um, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Please like, please share, please subscribe. And you can also turn on the notification bell so that you know when your podcast episode are uploaded. God bless you. Uh, in today's episode, I'll be talking about trust. And I feel like one of the main things or the biggest things that a person can give another person is trust, right? Um, there are so many ways that we affirm our relationship with people. So you hear things like, oh, I like this person. I love this person. I care about this person. Oh, I am this person. We are tight. We are Jews. But it takes a level of, it takes a level of, mm, will I say reward? <laughs> because I feel like trust is earned, right? So it takes a level of relationship to come into that place and a level of understanding to come into that place where you say, oh, I trust this person. And for me, it was the same thing or it is the same thing with my relationship with God. Um, as we all know in this carefully created podcast, we talk about, we are vulnerable here, hallelujah. <laughs> um, and I, I almost did not share this because I was almost in my head to say, Ooh, are you sure you're not oversharing? Um, are you sure you want people to know how, how you felt and how this and that? But I'm going to share this one and I just pray that as I share this, it's a blessing to someone who is also going through this phase, right? Um. And that's why I'm, and that's why I'm actually sharing this. Oh, okay. So I grew up. I met I met God as Father in 2008, and from there I, I always say that God wooed me into this relationship, and I love it for me. <laughs> um, so I grew up knowing God as my Father, and to the point where I was so confident. My friends would say, Busala is unflappable. Oh, Busala is not moved. Oh. But it wasn't because, it wasn't because I, I was just a naturally confident person. It was because I knew that God had my back and I was so confident. I was, I, there was nothing. It was an unshaken resolve. Like I was so sure you couldn't, you couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> you couldn't say, you couldn't say Jack. I knew that God had my back. And I was so confident in that identity. Um, and I used to call myself God's sugar baby. So I was very confident that no matter what happened, my daddy will come rushing and sort things out. Now, it wasn't. It, it's not because everything up until then or up until... You hear me say past tense because something switched. That's why we're having this conversation, right? <sighs> You, it wasn't because everything was smooth all through and it wasn't because I always had everything that I wanted, but it was because I was so confident that 
no matter what happens, even if I don't have it, I will, what is mine will come to me. Like it was just a level of confidence knowing that I can never be stranded. I, I, I can never be at the short receiving, short end of the receiving stick or something. I think that's how they call it. But I, I just knew that I couldn't be disadvantaged and I was confident, right? And I carried on in this confidence with my life for the longest time. However, 2018 came and in 2018, things started to shake and that was the year I got into what they call adulting and I started to adult because I was out of my father's house. Um, I was in a completely different state. I just completed NYSE. I had left my, my NYC job that they actually asked me to stay. <laughs> but I wanted to work in an NGO and the not-for-profit space and a development space. And I was very clear as to what I wanted to do. So um, I prayed about it and God had spoken about it. And so I made the move. Now, I thought that as usual, right? Maybe after, maybe I'll chill, I'll rest for like, wait, let's say two weeks. And after those two weeks, a job would just come, you know, falling on my laps. But no, brethren. <laughs> um, month one, no job. Month two, no job. Month three, nothing. Right? Um, and that happened. It shocked me. It shook me. I was, I was flabbergasted. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But that happened. Um, then going forward, I got an unpaid internship um, and then I got a job. I lost that job. <laughs> and the funny thing about even losing that job was it was the day I admitted, I had prayed to God, the Lord, I want to be in the center of your will. I want your purpose for my life. I'd, I had spent some time in deep fellowship praying to God. And then he told me the next morning when I was going to work that, oh, you're going to you're going to be let go of, or they're going to let you let you go from your job today. And I was just like, is this plain? Are you joking? Anyway, because I was just like, how can, I mean, I've barely worked here for three months. Um, and this is after almost how many months? This is after almost six months of not having a job, a paying job. And now I have this one and you're telling me that right after I asked you to, plan my life. You're telling me that you let go let me go from this job. <sighs> Before noon it happened. And so when it happened I wasn't surprised. But I was I wasn't surprised but I felt like oh okay because God told me about this. He knows about it. So it means that he has something else. Um but it looked like it didn't because that was September October came, nothing. November came, nothing. And then December, opportunity came for another job. And then I got another job. And I worked with this organization for about three months or four months. And then without pay. So I played myself because I don't know why I was allowing myself to do a job that they were not going to pay me for. And so they did not pay me um, in this organization for my entire stay there which was not the agreement. In fact, I had also brought in a new staff into the organization and we're all not paid. And it was, it was very 
it was another time where I just felt like, God, are you are you seeing all of these things happening? I, how are you letting this happen to me? Um, I was very unhappy. I was very, I was very sad. I, I couldn't believe that all of these things were happening to me. Um, it, it shook me on a very large scale because, like I said, I was coming from a place of everything works out eventually but it looked like everything wasn't working out eventually instead it was like things were flopping no matter how hard they worked and it gave me some level of ptsd because it now felt like every time a new door was going to be open i felt scared now after that situation with that job i eventually got a job um that that became it wasn't just a job it became my work family um Yes, that, that new that new organization I went to and I got into the not-for-profit space. It became my work family. It became, it became God's compensation to me. God actually helped me. Um, and in fact, beyond that big breakthrough of getting a job, it was now from one open door to another. I mean, that was in 2019. So from 2019 up until now, it's been one open door after another. It's been one breakthrough after another. Um I mean, start, I started as, as an intern in this ecosystem uh, to the point where I now became a CEO of an organization in the same ecosystem. Beyond even heading an organization, I'm now working um, in the very early stages of becoming a founder in this ecosystem. It's It's been an amazing journey since then. But the funny part is, with every open door, the PTSD is real, right? And it's almost like I have PTSD of... God, will this one work? God, will I have this one? Is this one my own? What should I do? Uh, are you sure that this would not affect me negatively? I, like, it was almost as if I was scared for the ball to drop again. Like, I, I, I almost feel like, or I almost felt, or like I said, I'm walking through this, right? Like, the hammer is going to drop again. The hammer is going to drop again. Um, and God being good, things are getting better things are getting better but it actually my point my point in this entire um, episode is it actually affected my god feelings it actually affected how i saw god it actually affected how i trust him and how i have been walking with him um to the point where it's almost like i'm asking over and over again from a place of he from, from a place of fear hey god hey god instead of a place of assurance and confidence right and i know that it's not just me there probably will be a lot of people who have taken some very heavy blows in life where god failed right or god god fail your hand and you're like god i don't know if it's going to be easy to trust you again but then i have seen how to be fair to god in all of those times i thought that the hammer was dropping there was a mighty hand that was not allowing the hammer to hit me there was a mighty hand that kept directing me and leading me every step of the way i began to see how i was the one who decided to leave a job where they wanted me to stay because i and god had had the conversation right and the things that i learned in those three months of not having a job was what made me get my unpaid internship in an organization that was going to eventually be my work family, like I said earlier, right? It was the fact that I had, I had gotten that unpaid internship that made me now become the best candidate to get the job that I was in, right? Um, and then I got that job and then I left the job. Oh, well, they let me go. <laughs> and then that happened. But my point is, 
the hand of God was always there. It feels almost like looking back, it, I know, it's not even just that it feels, I know that it was the hand of God that did not allow me to drown. He was the one, he was my guiding God. And yes, I am coming back to know him as father. I'm coming back to trust him like little children trust their daddies. Um, but I have also been able to add to my armory, God as my guide, right? God as my helper. Um, so when he says to me, I will help you. Now I, now it's not, I'm not, uh, yes, I want to be, I, I feel like I want to be entitled to it. I don't know. I don't know. But now I understand it better. I appreciate it more when, when I see the help of God, I, I value it, right? And I, I titled this podcast, this episode, particularly trusting like children, because God now started to show me again how children trust. And it's like, I want you to trust me. I know that things happen, but do you see that I was there with you? Do you see that I actually never let go of your hands? Um, I remember during COVID, I was almost stranded. I had three days to figure out where to live right at the beginning of COVID when things, the world was turning upside down. Nobody knew what to do. And I had three days to find a place to live. But God gave me a place, not just even a place, he said, I have prepared a room for you. And literally, he had prepared a room for me. It, it was miraculous, right? And just there showing me how, yes, these things happened. I'm not invalidating how you feel. But do you recognize the hand of God guiding you through everything? And I just want us to also see that as well, that he's always there. He's always there, honestly. Um, he's always there to guide, to lead, to help right and then like i said he decided to tell me how oh i want you to trust me again the way children trust their daddies is that i'm your daddy right i want you to trust me the way children trust their daddies and so that day i was in church and i saw this little child i was sitting at the back i saw this little child I'm very sure that she was probably not up to one or maybe just a little bit over one year and she was just learning how to walk and you know how children are just start learning how to walk they want to explore everything so she just found a way to always go through the two chairs where her mom was sitting on the empty chair where the bag was. And so she kept finding a way she would pass through. She would pass through. So she was going round and round like that. And the Lord made that an example for me because he said, look at this child. She's passing through the middle of two stock chairs. But she's not seeing that her mommy is on the other side, on the top of the chair, opening the door and then she goes through she just knows that when she gets to the place where she has to pass the, the, the chairs will, will open up and she'll be able to pass this is how i am as your father i'm not saying that there will be no shut doors but just trust that i will be there watching over you lovingly affectionately ensuring that you fall into no harm right and it is taking me a while over like i said ptsd is real but beyond ptsd it's taking me a while to come back into that place but gradually and steadily we're coming back to the place of consciousness of the father heart of god and the fact that he would not let me down so when doors close i mean i remember yesterday something happened um where i am now and i was like ah lord i was really expecting this and immediately i just told myself no not uh, not was i am because this door might have shut but the one that is mine will open. And it gave me such peace to know that, oh, okay, we are, we are getting there. We are getting there. So um, I just thought to share this with somebody who is probably discouraged, who is probably 
unsure as to if to trust God or if he's even worthy of being trusted, go for it. What's the worst that could happen, right? So just go for it. Learn to trust him again. Um, and trust that he will be there, that he's got your back. Your people call him Alatilene, the one you can always rest on. And honestly, he is. He is. He is reliable. Yes, that's the word in English. He's very reliable. Um, and God can be trusted. I like it when I see people... I like when I see people's posts and they say God can be trusted. But usually people say that after something has happened. But I want us to be able to still say God can be trusted while we are waiting. God can be trusted while we are while we are in the waiting room, while we are still expecting those things, those doors, doors to open. That God indeed can be trusted. And I trust that he's going to come through. Um, finally, <laughs> I'm going to say the story of my darling nephew, daddy. Daddy is a 10-year-old boy, my sweetheart, uh, my little one. And it was in the house sports period. And so he had been practicing, going for it, practicing and practicing. And then a day to the inter-house sports, his, we were all on a call with his mom, uh, my big sister, and all the other family members, my, all, my, all my other sisters. Um, and we were on the call together. And then his mom was telling us how... Ah, that daddy is ready for inter sports tomorrow. He has ironed his inter sports jersey. He has placed it outside. He's ready. But one thing that encouraged me was not only was daddy ready with his inter sports jersey, he placed medals on his inter sports jersey. And he told his mom, and his mom was like, which one is the medal that you put on top of this thing? And I was like, oh, because I know that I'm going to win medals tomorrow. And we all just laughed. Oh, daddy. Now, the next day came, they went for inter house sports. Daddy came back home with three medals. Oh my god. When I when I saw it on his mom's status, I was like, he said it and it happened. That's how children just that's how children just know that it will happen for me. And that's the that's the disposition God wants us to have. That mm, I, I know that it will work. I know. Yes, I have done the work. It wasn't because he was sleeping and just waking up. But he had done the work. He had practiced. He had done everything. And he knew. And he took a step further. He put medals out to say, you know what? I'm going to come back home with the medal. Children are the most amazing of God's creation. They, they are resilient. <laughs> they are relentless. They, they just know that things will happen for them. Yes, because there is God guiding them. But then there's just a way that children trust that things will fall into place. And that's how God wants us to become as children, as God's children, not God's adult. Don't let adulting rob you of childlike trust and childlike faith, knowing that God has your back. It can be tough. In fact, it is very tough. But that's, that's how God wants us to be, that you, you let go of the ropes, let go of the wheel. And just let him handle it for you. Just the way a daddy will handle things for his children and sort things out. A responsible father. Do you trust that God is responsible? Let's start from there. So if you trust that he's responsible and he'll be responsible for you, then let's go and trust like daddy. Be like daddy. Know that you're coming back with medals. The interview spot may be tomorrow. Um, the job interview may be tomorrow. Um, the child that you're waiting on God for right things might there might be things that you're prospecting for it's still in the future but would you just be like daddy and know that no this will work for me 
And I trust that the Almighty God, who is also our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. <laughs> I trust that He's going to sort it out. And so I just pray that for anyone going through um, downtimes or waiting seasons, um, anyone who has experienced has experienced disappointments in the time past and it almost looks like god fell your hand i just release hope to your heart and the heart to trust god again and to know that he actually has your back and the grace to see him in every fine detail that even though you're not seeing the whole of him the grace to even recognize his finger turning things around and just making things work together for your good because you love him on your cord according to his purpose i trust that things will work for you God bless you. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast again. Um, it's been such such a such a such an amazing time of vulnerability for me sharing this. Um, and I just pray that it blesses you and that if you're going through this, you'll come out on the other side victorious because you will. God bless you. Thank you for being on this podcast today. Please subscribe if you're yet to. Please like so that other people will also get notifications that this is happening. Um, and share as well with your friends and family members. God bless you. Have an amazing rest of your day.